Hello and welcome to the, well it is technically the August podcast, but what you will probably notice is that you are listening to this in September because we didn't do a podcast in August and the reason we didn't do a podcast in August is because we're doing two in September. It's a really exciting month, September. And the first of September's podcast is all about the launch of the London Film Festival program, which was launched on September the 1st. And we're going to talk about that program. And then the second podcast in September is all about the DCM Awards, which will be coming up in a few weeks time. But as I said, this first podcast is all about the London Film Festival. And joining me today is DCM's very own marketing manager, Anastasia Takis. Hello, Anna. Hi. Um, And both of us today were in attendance at Odeon Leicester Square as uh, the BFI director of the London Film Festival, Claire Stewart, launched the programme. And I've been excited ever since. I can safely say I think that this is the best... Um, program, uh, well, the best lineup of films that we've had for many years, at least since 2013 when we had Gravity, 12 Years a Slave, Blue is the Warmest Colour. But I think it might even surpass that one. Every time Claire Stewart opened her mouth, she was reeling off a list of really exciting films. And Anna and I are going to talk about those films now, the ones we're most looking forward to and what you can look out for. Tickets go, go on sale to the public on the 16th of September, I 16th, believe it is. Yeah, 15th or 16th. 15th or 16th. Um, but even right up until the date of the screenings, you'll be able to get tickets for some of them as well. Yeah. It's a really exciting time. It's a great time to be a film fan, particularly a film fan in London. So if you get the chance, go along to some of them. But we'll talk about the major galas first. The opening night gala is Ama Asante's A United Kingdom. And it's really great that the opening night and closing night film this year have a really strong British feel. As I said, the opening night gala is a United Kingdom, which is directed by Amara Sante, who directed Bell a couple of years ago. And And he gave a great speech this morning. uh, Yeah, Amara Sante did give a really good speech at the launch. David Oyelowo plays Prince Seretsi Karma of Botswana, who causes an international stir when he marries a white woman from London in the late 1940s, played by Rosamund Pike. It looks like a really moving film. All the stars and actors are going to be in attendance. It's produced by the great Pathé, the guys behind things like Pride and Florence Foster Jenkins and Suffragette. And I think it's going to be a really strong opening night film, don't you, Anna? Yeah, I think it looks looks beautiful. Um, It definitely, I got a bit of a tear um, watching the trailer. I think the guys at Pathé as well are really good at releasing these types of movies and I know that they're super excited about it. And it's out on the 25th of November as well. So if you don't get along to the festival, you will be able to see it on the 25th of November. And the closing night gala, as I said, has another strong British feel. It's directed by probably the most... Legendary. The, the, the hottest young British director around at the moment, Ben Wheatley. His last film, High Rise, was beloved by the critics. Slightly, I think, split opinion in the DCM office. Yeah. But um, he's also responsible for Sightseers and Kill, Kill List. Great and Down. Film. Down Terrace and A Field in England. And his his new film is Free Fire, um, which is set in Boston in 1978. And it has a really great cast, including Brie Larson, Killian Murphy, Army Hammer, who will probably all be in attendance. And it, we saw the trailer for the first time today. I think it was very exclusive with some of the first yeah. people to see the trailer. And it looked like a really gritty... It blew my mind. It, <laughs> was, it was so gory and so full of firing as it probably should be because it's called free fire it was not what i was expecting at all but i loved it yeah it looked a bit like a period reservoir dogs yes and it's about utterly mental yeah a group of criminals who meet in a deserted warehouse and it turns into a shootout and it looked incredibly mental actually and it really did it's exec produced by martin scorsese it's gonna end the festival with a bang i really i I was really excited about this one and i think it's a great finish to the festival 
Now, we're looking at some of the other major galas, the American Express Gala. The festival is always the has a principal sponsor, and this year, as it has been for the last seven years, the principal sponsor is American Express. They have one of the big galas, and their gala this year is Lion, which stars Dev Patel, Rooney Mara, and Nicole Kidman. Um, Dev Patel pay, plays a man who, as a boy, he was he lost his lost family, his family yeah. in India on the streets of Calcutta, and he was adopted by a couple in Australia. And then, twenty five years later, he sets out to find his lost family. It looked it, again; it looked very moving. Yeah, and it looked like this could be where he really shines again. Who I Dev think. Patel? Yeah, absolutely. Are you saying he hasn't shone previously? Uh, a little bit. Love some dog. Didn't love a lot of other stuff. Yeah, um, but he, he looks, looks great, great in it. In he it. looks great. He in this, really yeah. great. I mean, I again, I was I was quite teary this morning. Shed a tear at that, and it, and it's a big thing that it's the American Express Gala because as principal sponsor, they must get choice of the galas they Absolutely. want. Absolutely, they want to be part of, and they went for this one, and it does look, um, it does look like a potential awards contender as well. Yeah. Uh, brand new sponsor this year is the Royal Bank of Canada, and their gala is probably the one I'm most looking forward to. It's Denis Villeneuve's Arrival, which is a intelligent sci-fi starring Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. Uh, Amy Adams plays a linguist who is recruited by the US military to assist in translating alien communications after these alien spacecraft land around the world. It looks visually uh, terrific. Yeah. And um, Denis Villeneuve, if you haven't seen any of his recent films, things like Sicario and Prisoners and Enemy, he's a Great really films. talented director. And he's next year he's doing the big Blade Runner sequel. So he's only going from strength to strength. And this looks great. It premiered... Do you feel like it won't disappoint? Do you think it will be... I think it's going to be great. Stand up on you. On the back of your neck. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. And hit, it premiered at the Venice Film Festival this morning and it got five stars in The Telegraph. Well, there you go. So it's already getting great reviews. Really well received in The Times and uh, um, The Guardian as well. So I can't wait for this one. Then the other headline galas, uh, a big one which won all the prizes at Sundance is The Birth of a Nation. A uh, true life story about Nat Turner, who was a literate slave and preacher. Um, in the deep south of America, who orchestrates a slave uprising. It's directed by Nate Parker, who wrote, produced, stars, and directs in it. Directs it, and it won, cleared up at Sundance this year. Fox Searchlight bought distribution rights for a record amount of money. I think seventeen and a half million dollars. Wow. So it comes with a big reputation, and we'll get to see what the fuss is about. And it's if you don't get to see it at the festival, it's out on. 20th of January 2016 so you've got to wait sorry 2017 so you've so got to wait quite a preview yeah you've it's got to wait premiere. a bit of time to see it so if you get to see it at the festival do try whereas with Arrival Arrival's in cinemas on the 11th of November so you yeah. only have to wait a month or so after that then one of the other major galas mm. and probably a, along with oh, Arrival so the film I'm most looking forward to is La La Land yep now, if you haven't seen the trailer for this, it's a really beautiful trailer. Beautiful trailer with beautiful people. Yes, it's a it's a mu musical in the classic American tradition, starring Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling plays a jazz pianist who falls for Emma Stone, who's an aspiring actress in Los Angeles. It's directed very excitingly by Damien Chazelle, whose yeah. last film was what Anna? Whiplash. And how much did you like Whiplash? <laughs> I loved Whiplash, and I saw it at the London Film Festival two years ago now. And it got an incredible um, ovation. I've never it? seen an stand ovation like it. And he's a truly inspiring guy. I mean, he's a young, he's young guy. He's 31. 31. It makes me feel ashamed um, to be turning 30 well, and not have achieved so much. At least he's older than you. He's younger than me. But, but you've got a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to hear Damien Chazelle's podcast. <laughs> exactly. Get him on. But um, um, it looks fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah. And 
it premiered at Venice yesterday. And he yesterday. blew everyone away with Whiplash. No one knew what to expect from that. Yeah. And it's a hard one to have marketed. A jazz drummer, how do you get that out there? But I think this yeah, should yeah. get more behind it because people now know who he is. It Whiplash is one of the best films of the last two or three years, if not longer. And this opened the Venice Film Festival just two days ago and it received five-star reviews in The Telegraph, The Times, The Guardian. Do not miss this film. It's genuinely one of the most... Um, and it's got Gosling e dancing. Eagerly anticipated films of the next six months to a year. It's apparently a big Oscars frontrunner already. I think this, uh, this one shouldn't be missed. Do not miss out if you can get a ticket for this one. Then another of the headline galas, which this, this is an proves how an amazing lineup this is, mm -hmm. is Manchester by the Sea, which yeah. is from Kenneth Lonergan. Now, Kenneth Lonergan is an, I think he's a uh, multiple Oscar nominee. He was, he did a film called You Can Count On Me, starring Mark Ruffalo and Laura Linney. Which I'm going to watch on Netflix this evening. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Then he followed it up with a film called Margaret, which was a, has a really tempestuous history, but stars Anna Paquin and Matt Damon, and is a really beautiful, powerful film. And this is his follow-up to that. It stars Casey Affleck, Carl Chandler, Michelle Williams. It's it about gritty, Casey Affleck plays. It? Yeah, yeah. He plays an uncle who's forced to take care of his teenage nephew after the, um, his nephew's father dies. It's going to be a real emotional roller coaster. I love Kenneth Lonergan films. He's, he has a real raw power in all his films, yeah. like real raw emotion that I think very few directors capture. I can't wait for this as well. And um, another one that's not to be missed. It's not out again until I think the 13th of January. So don't, if you get the yeah. chance to see this one, you will be getting a really big preview. Now, Mayfair Hotel is one of the big sponsors of the festival. I think they house all the directors and stars who come over. Sounds like they're taking it over. Yeah. And BFI taking over this year. Yeah, and this year their gala is A Monster Calls, which is based on the graphic novel by Patrick Ness. It's about a boy who seeks the help of a tree monster to cope with his single mum's terminal illness. It, again, another, it looks beautiful. It's kind of kind of a magic realist film. Felicity Jones stars as the boy's mum. Liam Neeson voices this tree monster. Incredible. It also stars Toby Kebble. And it's directed by Juan Antonio Bayona, who some people might know because he directed The Impossible. Yeah. But he is also directing the Jurassic World sequel um, in a couple of years, which really? comes out in 2018. So after this, he goes on to that. So they obviously think very highly of this film. It's out in the UK on the 1st of January but it's the Mayfair Hotel Gala and it looks great, doesn't it, Anna? It looks really good. I didn't realise he was the director of The Orphanage as well and that is a truly terrifying but incredible film. Yeah, so. I think he's a perfect choice of director for a film like this um, where uh, and he proved with the impossible that he can work with child actors and yeah. I think he's going to have to do that again with um, Jurassic World. I think he's a really talented director and this looks great. It feels like it, you need a director who's going to be able to get the kind of family sentiment across but also that dark nature and i think like you say with the impossible he absolutely i mean that film was incredible um yeah i'm looking forward to this one another of the major galas is nocturnal animals which is going to be well known uh, because it's directed by tom ford the fashion designer who previously directed a single man for which uh, colin firth got oscar nominated and bafta nominated and i believe he actually won the bafta for best actor in that film this is Tom Ford's follow-up to that, and Amy Adams plays an art gallery owner who is haunted by her ex-husband's novel, a violent thriller that she interprets as a veil th 
threat and a symbolic revenge tale. It also stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Shannon. There was no footage of this one. This but is it my looked... favourite cast, I think, of the festival. Then the Virgin Atlantic Gala is Queen of Katwe, which is about a young girl from Uganda who trains to become a world chess champion. This again stars David Oyelowo, who was in a United Kingdom. Yeah. It also stars Lupita Nyong'o and newcomer Medina Nawanga. Disney releasing this one in November, but it looks like a really um, beautiful tale for all the family. I really, I'm actually. I like really it when Disney do these type of releases. They did a Million Dollar Arm, yeah. which is probably not in the same vein at all. But I loved that film. It was brilliant, and I think they don't do enough of it. Yep. Um, and they tend to go under the radar a little bit, I think, those Disney releases. So it's nice that it's getting quite a big showcase at the festival. Uh, another big one that's got a premiere here is Snowden, which is a biopic about Edward Snowden from Oliver Stone, the man behind Platoon and Born on the Fourth of July and Salvador. It stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Edward Snowden, and it actually looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt has nailed the way Edward Snowden speaks. I'm really excited uh, uh, to see what they do with that with this one because I watched the documentary Citizen 4 which was in the festival I think a couple of years ago it was absolutely brilliant I'm just interested to see what Oliver Stone brings to this uh, then the Mayor of London's Gala is called Their Finest this is another one I didn't know too much about but the footage I showed was very funny it's a British comedy about um, a film crew who attempts to boost morale during World War II by making a propaganda film about the Blitzkrieg. It's directed by Lona Scherfig who is a Danish director who has worked in Britain uh, for most of her career, she directed An Education and more recently The Riot Club. But it stars Gemma Arterton and Sam Claflin and Bill Nye, and uh, it looks like a really classy comedy. Yeah, it, it looks like it will just be fun, I think. It'll be a fun bit. And they're, and they're brilliant. The cast that they kind of showed, the clip was really funny. It got quite a few laughs. And what you, it, you should remember as well, that most of these actors and directors will be attending the festival so if you get a ticket to one of the galas you'll get to walk the red carpet and hopefully see these guys particularly when you get one which is so british yeah you, you know you're going to get all the actors um in attendance which is always fun now there is an archive gala as well which is um a showing of a class uh, a forgotten classic which is um i believe is arthur Robeson's silent drama the informer from 1916 does it say in the program uh it is 1925 1925 i was nine years old <laughs> That's how right. embarrassing but uh, also as as they've had since claire stewart took over the festival um the program is split into strands so you've got love dare debate laugh thrill cult journey sonic, sonic family and then I think Experimenta, and each one has a gala. Now, the Dare Gala is, again, one of the two or three films I'm most looking forward to. It's Park Chan-wook's The Handmaiden, yeah. which Park Chan-wook directed Old Boy, and Stoker was his first English-language film, but this looks amazing. Um, he's got such a distinctive style, and he's an incredible um, technician. I, I, it looks... It will be like nothing else in the programme. Like, all his films are there... They could only have been made by him. I can't wait for this one. Exciting. Then the debate gala is Nocturama, which I don't know huge much about. No, same. The laugh gala is Tony Erdman, which I think was probably the most well-received film at this year's And camp. it got a lot of laughs. Yeah, the clip did get a lot of laughs. I think a lot of people were very disappointed it didn't win the Palme d'Or. Oh, the critics here in the UK loved it. The thrill gala in association with Empire is Bleed for This, which stars Miles Teller. Man of the um, moment. As, what's the name of the boxer he plays? Uh, he plays Vinnie Paz Pazienza. Vinnie Paz Pazienza. There you go. Miles Teller, one of the best young actors around, one of the most engaging performers. One of the most exciting, I think. Yeah, Anna loves him. I do love him. And I love War Dogs because of him. 
The Cult Gala is the autopsy of Jane Doe, which is <gasps> from the Norwegian director of Troll Hunter. This and was my favourite of the day, I think. This stars Brian Cox and Emil Hirsch as two morticians, I believe, who yep. are doing a post-mortem on a, a on dead a Jane body, a Jane Doe, and they find something very mysterious with the body. It looked creepy, didn't it? It looked creepy, it looked scary. It had me hiding behind my eyes, my eyes, my hands a little bit. I'm very looking forward to this. The Journey Gala is Patterson, starring Adam Driver, who you might well have seen as Kylo Ren last year. This is another one I'm really looking forward to. It's from Jim Jarmusch, the classic American independent filmmaker. As I said, it stars Adam Driver. It played at Cannes, um, got fantastic reviews across the board. Five-star reviews, I think, in most of the broadsheets. Adam Driver plays a driver, a bus driver, though. Um, and <laughs> it's... What is but it? he's also a poet, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. There has to be something like that. It's a Jim Jarmusch film. Yeah. Then the Sonic Gala. This is, shows how exciting this whole programme is. Sh is Chirac, which is the latest one from Spike Lee. Yeah. Now, Spike Lee, the legendary American filmmaker behind things like Do the Right Thing and The 25th Hour and I mean, Inside this, Man. This has got an incredible cast. I didn't even... Have you read the cast on this? Read it out. Uh, it's got Samuel Jackson. It's got Wesley Snipes. It's got John Cusack. But those, just those three people, that's exciting. Uh, the Family Gala is a good one as well. Yeah, There's really obviously good. a family strand of films to get families along as well. And this year, the gala is the UK premiere of Trolls. Yes. I believe it's the UK premiere. Trolls is DreamWorks' is brand new animation about the trolls that used to sit on top of your pencil or pen uh, used at to school. Play with their funny hair and yeah. cut it and hope it grew back. It's got Anna Kendrick voices one of the trolls, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake. voices the other. There's loads of singing, but it looks incredibly charming and the animation looks beautiful. James really. Corden, Russell Brand, Zoe Deschanel. Really tactile, the sort of thing you, you almost look like you could run up and stroke the screen. Yeah. I bet there'll be a lot of kids trying to stroke the screen at the And when does that the come trolls. out? It's out in the UK on the 21st of October. So if you do miss this one, you will be able to see it shortly afterwards. And there's also the Love Gala, which is called, if I, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Mersia. As it's in the Love Gala, um, it's a love story. And the footage they showed was epic and grand. Really evocative. Yeah, yeah. I can't even say the word. Then they've got a number of special presentations, including films such as American Honey, which won the You're jury. You're excited about this, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, the jury prize at Cannes. It's from Andrea Arnold, who did Fish Tank, which I loved. One of my favourite films of the last um, 10 years or so. And it's got Shia LaBeouf in it, and I always, I like Shia LaBeouf. And I think he's a great actor. Yeah, he he's is. Getting, you, you see that great directors are wanting to work with him, so people think really highly of Shia LaBeouf. I think his career is only going to go from strength to strength. Then one of the special presentations is a documentary called The 13th from Ava DuVernay, who last year directed Selma. Then obviously, as always, they've got the official competition. We'll just pick out a few of the films in the official competition. Certain Women, which is from Kelly Reichhardt, the, the director behind... Old Joy and Meek's Cut Off and Wendy and Lucy, one of my favourite directors. She makes incredible films, Kelly Wright Hart. If you haven't seen any of her films, do check them out. But this stars Laura Dern, Kristen Stewart, Michelle Williams. Then one of the other films in the competition is Elle from Paul Verhoeven, the legendary director behind Total Recall and Robocop and Basic Instinct. It's his first um, film that he's done since, I think, Black Book, which was al almost 10 years ago. And it stars Isabel Hupper. It premiered at Cannes. It got again. It got amazing reviews across the board. And um, Paul Verhoeven films create debate. And he's such an intelligent filmmaker as well. Really create debate. And as as you've, if you as you will have probably know from ha all the famous films he's done, this one is not to be missed. Then there's the first feature competition from for directors um, who directing their first feature. There's the documentary competition packed with great documentaries. And then the individual strands just have. 
a whole range of films throughout them. I'll pick out a few here. In the debate strand, there's the salesman from Asuka Fahadi who directed A Separation, probably in the top two or three films of the last 10 years. Um, Sierra Nevada, which won one of the major prizes at Cannes. The Laugh Strand has got new films from Alice Lowe, who you might know from Sightseers. Her film called Prevenge was her directorial debut, and she directed it when she was seven months pregnant. And she stars in it as she plays a a pregnant woman who goes on a killing spree because she believes her unborn child is telling her to go and kill people. Oh, I was very interested in that one, yeah. That sounded good. Yeah, it's also in in The Laugh Strand as well. There's Mascots, which is the new film from Christopher Guest, Man Behind Spinal Tap. God, this is an incredible programme. Then in The Dare Strand, you've got Personal Shopper, which is directed by Olivia Assayas, which stars Kristen Stewart, and again, received incredible reviews after Cannes. One I'm most looking forward to, and this is Christine, about a... TV journalist called Christine Chubbuck in the US who killed herself during a live broadcast. Oh it stars goodness. Rebecca Hall and it looks really haunting. Then you've got The Thrill Strand, which includes new films starring Michael Fassbender and Brendan Gleeson called Trespass Against Us. Yeah. Uh, there's Dog a new Eat film. Dog looked really interesting. Dog Eat Dog did look good. That's the new Paul Schrader one starring Nicolas uh, Cage. Nicolas Cage, yeah. And what's his name? Willem Dafoe. That's it. And then throughout the the 10 days of the festival there's a number of screen talks with some really big names do not miss this if you get the chance it's a 90 minute chat usually with um, a prominent film journalist and some of the directors or filmmakers involved this year are Werner Herzog which will be incredible I listened to him on the WTF podcast this week and he's just one of the great talkers Paul Verhoeven is doing a screen talk as is Ben Wheatley I genuinely think this is as good of lineup in the film festival as we've had for years I agree, and I also think it brings back... It's what the BFI do great, but they've done it amazingly this year, which is we work in film. I get to know a lot of the films coming out across the year. I don't know hardly any of these, and I know I will come out of this festival more enriched and having found a gem a bit like my room of last year or my whiplash of the year before that just wasn't anywhere on my radar um, but will make me very happy, and that's what I'm excited about with this festival. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, it takes place from October the 5th to the 16th. It genuinely is the best 11... Is that 11 days? Uh, I think it's 12. It's 12 days. It's the best 12 days of cinema in London. Do not miss them. And most of these films will be getting cinema releases, but it won't be for a number of months. As I said, quite a few of them are not coming out till January or February. And there is also the surprise film... Yes, what do you think that's going to be? I don't know, it's going to be a surprise. I would think it'll be something like Loving, Jeff Nichols' Loving, but um, last year it was Anna Melissa. And wasn't it Birdman? And the year before it was Birdman. Yeah. Yep, so it's always something interesting. Genuinely, don't miss the London Film Festival. It's October the 5th to the 16th, and if you're a film fan like Anna and myself, there are so many delights, uh, do not miss it. Now, before we go, I want to introduce a new voice to the DCM podcast. Joining me, just to finish things off, is DCAIM's brand new communications manager, Ryan Watson. Hello, Ryan. Ryan Watson, brand new, four months, Tom, come on. Yeah, <laughs> for, I know it's been four months, but we needed to get you, make sure you pass your probation before we got you on the podcast. You've been itching, chomping at the bit to get on the podcast, and you finally made it. How's it feel? Yeah, great. Absolutely brilliant. It's um, something I listen to every month, obviously. And there's been a lot of laughs and uh, banter along the way. A lot of great, tears. Great film talk as well. So happy to be, be on. Yeah. That is the perfect thing to say. Now, Ryan was also a lot with myself and Anna at the launch of the BFI London Film Festival programme. And he's picked out a few films 
that he's particularly looking forward to. And you've gone for a specific theme, haven't you? I have actually, yeah. I come from it from a sporting theme. I thought Gleason looked really good. Um, that stuck out for me. Good. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Gleason? It's a documentary, isn't it? It's a documentary, yeah. Um, it's based on an ex-American footballer. Um, the reason he stopped is because he um, went down with ALS. In this country, I think it's called motor neurone disease, isn't it? MND. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and um, it looks an incredibly moving documentary, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Most people will know the, the, the disease because of the Ice Bucket Challenge, but they might not have sort of read into it too much. So this film is a brilliant way of like, bringing it to people's eyes and um, showing the seriousness of, of the disease. But um, also... You know, playing on a sporting theme and that the fact that it can affect anyone. So. And what strand is this one in? It's in love. So um, yeah, really looking forward to that. In, in yeah, the there is a trailer online as well. It will have you crying in two minutes. So goodness knows what 110 minute film is going to do. Okay. And what's your second choice? My second choice is Bleed for this. Um, also a sporting theme, as mentioned. Um, we, we, I mean, Anna and I mentioned this very briefly. It's the Thrill Gala in uh, brought to you by Empire Magazine. What is it about this one you're looking forward to? It's about a boxer and also sort of a serious issue that creeps in. Um, he breaks his neck and it's all about dealing with that. Um, we've seen some great boxing movies in the past few years, obviously, with Creed and Southpaw. And this one looks like it's going to bring something new to the table. And uh, as we said, it stars Miles Teller and Aaron Eckhart. And it's out in the UK on the 2nd of December, I believe. So if you don't get to see it at the film festival, you'll get to see it shortly after. And what's your final choice? My final choice is Magnus. I say sporting theme. Chess. Can you class that as a sport? It's uh, oh, it's a game more than a sport, I think, isn't it? But there's no physical. Ex- I don't know. It's like is is darts a sport? If you can have six pints and still play it, is it a sport? Which I suppose you could probably do with chess, I, but I'm I, rubbish at chess after no pints. So open to debate, I'm sure. But anyway, what uh, t- tell us a bit about Magnus? Apparently, there's some excellent gaming ga- scenes within the game. So. Um, but it shows that how he um, he was a, he played with Lego as a child and stuff. Is it a documentary he, as well? Uh, it is a documentary, yeah. Right. And there's some brilliant real-life scenes of the boy, and as he grows older, he says he wants to be chess champ. He achieves his goal, I think, which is brilliant. shows his travels across the world playing the game. So, yeah, uh, really interesting. So Ryan has a part, press pass to the festival. You will see him there because he's the one who will always be wearing Nike. Um, uh, so look out for Ryan. And this will be your first London Film Festival, won't it, Ryan? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And it's, as we said, it starts on October the 5th. D- don't miss it. Myself and perhaps Ryan will be back later in the month as well to talk about the upcoming DCM Awards. Um, but thanks for listening this time. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.